my brother. And hello again, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Odin Samurai Sons podcast channel. I am Jeremy. I am Brandon. How's everybody doing today? Right, all right. We're doing pretty good. We are here to talk about episode number eight of WandaVision. Brandon, why don't you start us off with a little bit of a recap on what happened previously? Um, yeah, let, let's, uh, let, let's just go right into that episode. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, something that I'm very proud to be right about. Um, you can add that so, to the list. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was very pleased that we're getting kind of a, a rich backstory with, um, with Agatha mm-hmm. and how we saw her with at the, you know, the Salem witch trials. And it, I think it was just so beautifully done because it, it just left you wanting for more and way more questions and answers. Like what knowledge did she steal? And, you know, she, she's being bound by her coven for stealing um, some dark knowledge of, of arts or some sort of thing like that. Um, the leader of the coven is um, her mom, which is kind of surprising. Um, and is that dark knowledge uh, the book that we saw in uh, Agatha's cave? Uh, or Agatha, I, I guess basement. We'll call it a basement. Yeah, we'll call, I think it's fair to call it a basement. It is in a house. It's a basement. Yeah, it's a basement. Um, but... I wonder where she got that book. What has it done to her? And this intro into the episode really kind of serves as a really good segue into those questions and kind of, but even at the end of a series, it's also like a little bit frustrating um, because it just kind of propels those questions forward for me. Um, But it's, it's just really cool. And then, uh, um, you know, then we get back to Agatha's basement. Yeah. um, we see that Wanda is not able to look inside, uh, you know, her mind because of the rune. She used the, those words, uh, basic protection spell. Yeah, and um, then and then the quote of "How do you not know the fundamentals?" It made it, it kind of made me think. Like, I mean, my my thought to her power is like, st- I thought it started and ended with her coming into contact with the Mind Stone, but clearly that's proving that theory wrong there is much more to what her power origins you know tell as we probably see as we as we did see like throughout the rest of this episode i i was just amazed that her powers go beyond what we what at least i thought were you know coming into contact with the mind stone yeah and, and that's like the really exciting thing about it though um you know, like what, like you, when you said, like, how do you not know the fundamentals? Mm-hmm. You're doing all of these crazy things that take years and years of practice to, to she said, to make the smallest illusion. Um, so it, it's really exciting to see not only Wanda be able to be like a badass because she she is the strongest Avenger in my opinion. I, I my opinion honestly, but we'll we'll, we'll have that debate for another day. Um, but it, it's so cool to her to be like, what are you talking about? And, and, and like Agatha, Agatha's being like, you're running illusions miles away from here. What the, you know, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, seriously, like, what the fuck? She's like, she's like, who are you to Agatha? And Agatha's like, well, who are you? Like, and <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that was such a great line. Cause she's like, you're doing all of this crazy shit and you're asking who I am. Like, I, I, I think that's very funny, but, um, moving on from that. Um, we found out in that conversation, actually, a very big plot point about Agatha. Yeah. Um, we had initially thought that, and give me one second, I'm just going to adjust something real quick. Um, sorry about that. 
Uh, but we had initially thought that Agatha had helped instigate this hex. We were, right. we were both in and agreement we, about that. Right? Yeah, we were both in agreement on that. And little did we know we come to find out she sensed the hex. She was not – like she was – and then she found it, not like exactly, a part of it. Yeah. Like that's that, and that's that that's a game changer. It is, and it, it makes it really exciting because you don't know what her motivation is really at this point for Agatha. You just know that she has this book. Mm-hmm. She is hundreds and hundreds of years old. She she's very and, powerful. Uh, she got power from somewhere. We don't know. Where. We don't know where. Could, yeah, could we, be we our, don't know our from fun who favorite. or from what exactly could be mephisto for all we know and our theories could come to light that would be really I, fun. i'm very honored that you said our theories because i'm glad to be a part of the theories that you come up with i will take whatever oh. credit you give me but oh i, I i'm touched thank you <laughs> <laughs> um but i i just i also just kind of want to give a big old shout out to Catherine on here for just absolutely Oh yes, she life. is. She is stepping out of. She is stepping into rather. She is stepping into a much bigger spotlight than what I'm sure she's normally used to. Granted, we knew of her prior to this show, but this is taking her spotlight, you know, to brighter levels, so to speak. Exactly, and I, I, it kind of makes me excited that like maybe there's room for more actors to kind of do that and kind of. Not necessarily Catherine Hahn was like a sitcom role, uh, sitcom actress rather, because she was in other stuff. Yeah, um, not remembering that right now. But, yeah, like oh, um, her like for, like her and we we're the Millers. You know that that's the first yes. that's the first thing that I think of. But she's been in a lot of comedy, so it, it's nice to see a, a really good actress break out of that kind of role and come into this really cool layered like complex character that this, this is a different this is like a comparison you know different comic it was kind of like seeing i mean granted the movie could have had better writing but it was kind of like seeing Kristen wig coming out of that comedy and being the villain in wonder woman 2 you know i totally agree with you on there and i'm just gonna say a quick thing about wonder woman my my quick opinion so well cast the writing was just the, the writing was shit Tre- tremendous actors all around Kristen Wiig, I really hope to see her in something in the future like that role. Doesn't necessarily even need to be like a superhero role. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling like, I'm pulling just, another comparison. They Kathleen Kennedy'd it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just love shitting on Kathleen Kennedy, but you know what? Do do what you want. If you want to shit on Kathleen I, Kennedy, I, shit on Kathleen mm, Kennedy. Yes, only only to those who deserve it. All right. Um. All right, let's see what's next here. Let, let's go on to these um these rooms. Oh yeah, where, the, uh, yeah, the, like the different the different flashbacks, starting with the uh, the scene that they talked about so like vividly and intense in in Avengers: Age of Ultron, talking about how they were trapped in their house after it was bombed with like a a warhead, Red Stark Industries for for two days, and and then it, there's more detail to it than that. Brandon, dive into that. It's just like it's just such a good way to add some more layers to this character with the use of time travel a little bit. Yeah. Um, we we see this first flashback of you know back to their home, Pietro and Wanda's home, and her dad is coming in with a suitcase full of tapes, um, mm-hmm. and his wife kind of gives him a look. Arena gives him a look, um, and said, you know, like just like a look, kind of like a look of concern. Um, and he he's just like, don't worry, I'll sell them tomorrow. So things are clearly not looking good right now. 
um, but they use these caves as a coping mechanism, which is such a huge theme, obviously, in a show like this. Right. Because this is it was the basis the of how they, how of she copes, you know. Exactly, and this is that that start of the theme we see of her trying to of not her trying her coping with her trauma by kind of melding into these universes. Yeah, it's TV. it's her way of so much so her way of masking the pain. Exactly, this is how yeah. she's coping. Um, but basically, um, Wanda presumably stopped the bomb and protected her and Pietro in the wreckage, um, which really just gives a whole new perspective on what she is and who she is which is amazing. Um, but then, you know, that's not really enough for Agatha, who, whose goal and uh, motive is to find out um, where she got, where in quote, where'd you get the big guns? Wanda, yeah. which, again, Catherine Hahn. Just like, says, she's able to have that comedic, like, wit, yet still be a villainous character at the same time. It just blends so well. She's the perfect witch. That's She's the perfect witch. Um, but oh man, let, let's talk about room two, the, the door number. Yes, two. because like we've only like you know going going back to Age of Ultron, we only saw them like after the the experiments were done, both Pietro and Wanda to see their powers in that end or in the end credit scene of of Winter Soldier, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, of them having their powers, you know, and impl- implying that they use the scepter, and now to see the scepter being used to get their powers was you know it was it was peeling another layer back which which was you know us marvel fans love to see so in this scene we see that the scepter has an immediate attraction to wanda it it comes out of the scepter the the uh the gem encasing the um infinity gem Mm -hmm. comes completely out of the scepter and and puts itself forth in front of wanda which i think also we were talking about this earlier a prophecy theory Mm -hmm. um with uh, Wanda, we think that there is a prophecy with the Scarlet Witch, which we'll get into later when we talk about the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. But she sees herself in the future in her comic accurate appearance, um, in this like beautiful golden like light. Um, it, it was just so impressive to see and, and so cool, honestly. And I, I know I, I paused it there, and Ryan got a little mad at me for doing that, but I was just like, look at that. <laughs> That's that. That is um, definitely the perk of not watch of watching it with with no one else. I I am able to decide whether or not to stop and look, or I'll just come back. I'll, I'll get back to it later. But anyways, I digress. Uh, going on to should we shall we go to room three? Yes, but before that, I I do want to make note that um, but I I do think that it's important to kind of note what Agatha said. Oh yeah, that is that that holds a lot of context. In the transitions between, she goes between the rooms. She's like, she's thinking, she's formulating. Um, so right before she, we go into this other room. Um, before she says that, she said, "So Wanda got cl- up uh, up close with an Infinity Stone." Um, but she's like, that doesn't really explain it. And then she says, "I have a theory, but I need more." Yeah. Um, th- think about how also how Agatha has been around. She's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Or at least we know. Maybe maybe we don't know if she was like in some sort of stasis sleep or some witch coffin. Yeah, the, the, yeah. That, between 1693 and you know 2021, it's anyone's guess what was going on between those two. It's 2025, actually. My mistake. You're right. I forgot five years blip. Yeah, um, but it really shows like Agatha knows us. 
fuck time. She does. Like, like she knows more she, than anyone else would. She probably can rival, maybe. I don't know. This is purely conjecture, obviously. But she might be able to rival Doctor Strange. That could be that could be a segue into uh, the multiverse film. That could be. Exactly. And she's powerful, it seems. She took down an entire coven with just getting this new power. I guess my, my conjecture my conjecture I'd add to that is how does witch magic go up against sorcery and reality? Because they are two different things, you know, like you know, that, know that 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 that's, <laughs> that puts your head in a pretzel, you know. So it does, so yeah. Agatha says she has a she has an she might have an idea of why, but she needs to know more. She needs to go further into, I guess, Wanda's memories. And we're we're now in room three, which is the Avengers compound. Wanda just lost her brother Pietro um, in Sokovia when they were saving the city from Ultron, and you know the. Oh, they didn't say that. That shit blew up. <laughs> point taken. Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> that, All right. That, they didn't save Sokovia. They stopped Ultron. My mistake. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is significance to this memory. It does show like how much grief she was feeling for her loss of you know her brother, and watching the sitcoms to to remember to remember her. Uh, you know both him and the family, and you know all of it goes back to. You know, using sitcoms in her life, cope with her, her relationship that was starting to blossom with Vision. Yeah, and it's just like Vision might be made by people, but he's smarter than any yeah. in MCU because he has these quotes that even from the moment that he was literally born, um, that have just been so poignant and and just kind of hit the nail. On oh the head. yeah. Um, and kind of really resonate, not just like not with just a few people, but really with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, oh man, I wish I pulled. I'll pull up maybe some of his quotes from a, a few other movies. Um, or actually, if you want to do that right now, I'm going to talk about this. Um, but his quote basically in their conversation uh, is like, "If he, if I can do anything to make you feel better," and Wanda says like, "The only thing that can make me feel better is if I have him back." Um, and you know they they kind of get to talking and he talks about he's like i've literally never like have had to lose somebody because i've never had anybody to lose i was born when your brother died yeah um and and he his quote says um but what is grief if not love persevering and um i to me when i when i heard that quote when i was watching this for the first time i i definitely got some goosebumps and i was just like that is beautiful um and, and you know, Vision also says in Ultron, but no, nothing beautiful lasts. Um, so wh- whatever he, he makes Vision up, he, he's definitely one of the the best characters in MCU as well. I think um, for for different reasons than Wanda, but for me, his, his poetic uh, kind of canter for me is what really gets me sometimes. Um, really a big fan of his. Uh, but basically, this is like their start of their relationship that kind of starts to blossom a little bit. Um, but uh, Jeremy, do you have something? Well, to say I was that? looking up some vision quotes, and the first one I think of was right after he was born. You know, from the cradle, about talking about Ultron. Like initially, this quote was like saying how he didn't want to kill Ultron, but he's in pain, and that pain will kill the Earth. So he, so he has to be destroyed. It's like. 
it's amazing how he's very it's amazing how one person is able to like wave both sides in a matter of one sentence that's what that that is what stands out to me in that quote but but let's let's move forward shall we all righty uh so after that oh this is the dude Mm -hmm. right here uh Wanda going to see Vision. This is when I thought we were going to just see Wanda, you know, Scarlet Witch the place up, grab his body, and go bury him. I, yeah. I I kind of thought that a little differently, but but of of that, yeah, kind of pushed that part. Um, But, so, right before she she goes into the the door, she says, I wanted Vision back. And she goes through the door kind of with, with some uh, dedication and some uh, like gusto in there. Um, Hayward buzzes her up. Uh, and he gets, she gets to uh, see Vision from above his office, uh, kind of taken apart and everything. Um, and Hayward's a big You ever notice there. how like <laughs> Hayward is like the polar opposite of what Nick Fury is? A piece of shit, white. And in charge of a in charge of an agency. Yeah, it was like that last guy from Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, Pierce. Well, he was Hydra. That's different. Yeah, that's kind of the same. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the timing of this scene of when Wanda oh, goes to the. So much compound. has happened. Like blip, everyone's back. First thing, yeah. She buried Tony. She presumably buried Steve. Probably not. We're going to see Steve's funeral in the upcoming series, and she's probably not going to be there. But anyway, she knows, and Natasha. Yeah. She has lost she, everything. Yes, yeah, she's the only one that's friends, just alone. All of her friends who were part of the Avengers. And she was very close to Clint. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she, she, he, named his, uh, he names his child's middle name Pietro. Yeah. Yeah. It was Nathan Pietro Barton. Yeah. Um, he had his whole fam. Like, people had other people to go back to that were reappearing out of nowhere. And she had her her love of her life's body owned by a government agency and a facility, and they were disassembling. She would have been justified in taking his body, but she didn't even do that. No, because Hayward um, used the words of someone that's grieving. Yeah, it, well, that and um, and you know, footage, but still, it, it it's just uh, it, it's just a great kind of like a ascension to what we're about to see next when she she gets that deed. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to that property, but so let's talk about that deed mm-hmm. in Hayward's office. They talk about how she is the next of kin for Vision. Um, and then there's also a D. We have to assume from that that Vision had some sort of, and Wanda presumably too, don't know, had some sort of legal paperwork drawn up or something so that they'd know the next of kin. And so Vision can leave a deed in, in their name. So for one day, they could build a house together. Um, and oh my God. That was just gut wrenching when she opened that deed, and then it said to build a home in V, mm-hmm. like from Vision. Yeah, and then, and then the next thing it. you know, next oh, thing you know, man. explosion of chaos, magic, and her own vision of Vision. 
Yeah, that was that was such a good twist to pull on, on the writing standpoint for her not to take that body because we had no reason to doubt Wanda taking that body. When we saw that, we assumed that body was taken. And what a fucking twist. And, they, and then they just kind of kept that chaos magic kind of hidden from yeah. us a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a lot of it. Um, and so they were able to kind of have Wanda create him. That is, I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, oh my god. Wanda is just a traumatized character. But she she's such a great character too, though. Like obviously, like I, I say that, but it doesn't mean that she's a bad character. Obviously, trauma does not mean she's a bad character. It means that she is a fleshed out, well written character. And I, yeah, I, just I mean, trauma that, means there's a you know, story. Yeah, and, and yeah. she have one, and, and I do got to say that uh, um, Elizabeth Olsen has been absolutely uh, yeah. Um, she she has just been crazy, just going. Just going absolutely fucking ham on this role, which, which I definitely appreciate because it, it's a very fun opportunity for her to showcase her range, um, and I think she's definitely achieved that. And then at the very in the very last scene, you know, with um, Agatha uh, in full villainous costume, you know, and and in and like absolutely chained up beautiful. around their necks, uh, Wanda's kids. And then to hear the last line of calling her the Scarlet Witch. If correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, this is like and for anyone that's listening, this I think is the first time we have heard her called by her comic name in film. That is correct. We have never heard her as you recall in actually the earlier episodes of WandaVision when Hayward is interacting with the Wheel mm-hmm. at a meeting. Um, Hayward says, does she have a funny nickname, Mr. Superhero name? He's like, not a one, sir. Her name is Juan, or something like right. that. Right. Um, so they were basically, in, in doing so, they were establishing that she does not. Which, uh, that, which they'll come to find well, out let's that talk she about, does. And, well, not I mean, yet. Not, not yet. Now she does, but um, let, let's talk about that, that name, because let's talk about the framing of it, how she says it. I actually have that yeah, go for up it. right here. Um, Agatha says, I know what you are. You're supposed to be a myth. Now I'm going to pause right here because remember we said earlier about Agatha being super fucking old. So obviously it means that it's legit. It's credible. Agatha's old as fuck. She knows a shit ton. Yeah. Um, She says, a being capable of spontaneous creation. And here you are using it to make breakfast for dinner, which is obviously referencing the Mm -hmm. first episode. Um, when she made dinner for her boss. Um, oh, a quick side pop on that, side note on that. Um, do you remember the heart on the deed that uh, mm-hmm. Wanda opened? I think that heart became the heart on the calendar. Oh, that, that's some. That is a deep thought. I, I, that I, I could not have put yeah. those two. That could I could not have put that together. I, I definitely think that's definitely possible there. Um, but anyway, um, and then and then she goes on to say, uh, "Ah, yes." And she says, "Give me back my children." You know, like, "Ah, I'm starving." Um, she says, "Ah, yes, your children." I'll do my my best. <laughs> Which voice? Ah, yes, your children. Vision of this whole little life you've made. I'll do my best. Uh, this is chaos magic, Wanda, and that makes you the Scarlet Witch. So the language around this, uh, we are very much in agreement that there is some sort of and. 
also coming from the scepter scene uh when she sees herself in the in that mm-hmm. golden glow we are thinking some sort of scarlet witch prophecy theory um that seems obviously kind of like proven by now the way that she's talking about it but we obviously don't know what or when or where or why or what the fuck. <laughs> yeah um but it, it means that there is a theory and this is basically going to be justifying her name into the mcu from now on and saying there is a prophecy um of a being of capable of spontaneous creation making breakfast yeah. or dinner no um <laughs> uh but it, it's just oh, it, it's just beautiful. I, I absolutely love this episode from start to finish. Um, I, I honestly can't say enough nice things about it. Uh, but but tell me your thoughts on that, Jerry. What do you think about Scarlet Witch theory? What do, what are you excited I mean, about that? I'm just I'm excited for what it leads to more than what it is. Yeah, and hopefully what that is what it leads to rather is um more into Doctor Strange because people are kind of mad about having to maybe like wait between you know this the conclusion of the series and yeah but people Doctor have to understand they can't Spider-Man. rush these returns it has to make sense you know like, oh yeah yeah I I want the time so I can go crazy no um, no I I do want the uh, I I do want it as fast as everybody but. Yeah, especially with the pandemic coming on right now, we're gonna have to be a little patient. I, I think we would have had, but I think we would have had to have been patient, patient, pandemic or no pandemic, with like the the movement of this the 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 you know cinema like the Marvel universe and how it's progressing, you know, story wise. I Nor do I. I let's get to the theory. Let's get to the theory that I was right about. Oh yeah. Take it away, Jeremy. Go I'm ahead. gonna t- I'm gonna start with the quote of the post-credits scene that Hayward, you know, that Hayward starts talking about. And he says, quote, we took this apart and put it back together a thousand times and tried every type of power supply under the sun when all we needed was a little energy directly from the source. Now he's referencing Wanda's chaos magic powers that they extracted from a missile that they were able to contain into a uh, into a chamber that they funneled that power into vision's body i knew ex- I-, I had a feeling like why was hey why did like and and the scene in this episode felt almost like it was a premonition into them using his body to combat wanda it was i was this is one theory I will take my credit for, Brandon. No disrespect. Yeah. No disrespect, yeah. given or taken, dude. Yeah, no, it was a great theory. I, I mean, like I said before, like, like I said it so many times. Wanda, I not said it so many times. Like, Wanda if that not... body, if that body You're, can no, hold exactly. a mind stone, what else could it? What and and Wanda's powers came from mind stone. Just take her powers, put it in the body. But you, no one could have predicted that, though. No, I, I you know, no, no, no one could have, so but but, but it makes sense the way they did it is, is what I mean, I guess, you know? Oh, yeah, but it, it's way more impressive that you thought that white vision was going to come into into the fray um, when we all thought that Wanda right. stole Vision's body. So yeah. props to you, my friend. And all right, um, but my prediction, and I have anyway, my prediction for this ep- for next week, for, for this coming Friday. Appearance from Doctor Strange or Wong. 
Wong, one of the two. Wong, Wong meet Wu. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. I want Wong, Wu, and Darcy. That is, to, that's like, a big three right that, there. They, they could have been That's a big three right there, man. It. That is a big three. Give them the <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. They'll just, they'll be like, it's fine. Like, they'll save everything. Love them. Absolutely love them. And, and Tiana Paris. Tiana Paris is just, oh, just the cast in the show is absolutely astounding. I, I can't believe how, how great, like, the acting has come to, the writing. Um, it, it's just kind of culminated into one, one perfect story for me. And um, I, I'm really excited to see the you know finale tomorrow, but yeah. I, or not tomorrow, what I'm talking about on Friday. Um, but I, I am, I'm secretly hoping for maybe like a surprise 10th episode, but if that doesn't happen, right. um, I know I'm going to be satisfied because. Well, I, all right, here's my final happen. thought. Um, after Avengers Endgame, you know, that was a culmination of, greatness that's what that's what i'll call it my first question was how in the hell do you follow that up you know and my concerns have been definitely put to rest with the way this show is going and with the way i hope the show of falcon and the winter soldier will go you know in what now two weeks from this friday I am yes. Yeah, uh, I am Friday. I am much more excited than I thought I'd be with what direction the MCU is going in than I thought I'd be given how good Endgame was and a, like a conclusion to that that phase of 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 the MCU. That's my that's my closing shot before we go into before we have to wait four long, you know, agonizing days before this amazing finale <laughs> we can do it um but anyway i uh, want to thank everybody for listening uh hit that uh, subscribe button tell your friends